Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I am all in. I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everybody, Scott Patterson, I am all in podcast. I'm joined with Tara Sood, Daniel Romo, Amy Sugarman. We are. Going to take a uh, a crack at the season finale, season three, episode twenty two. Those are strings, Pinocchio. Danielle, take it away. All righty. Air date May twentieth, two thousand three, and everyone knows this episode. One of the biggest episodes of Gilmore Girls, so I've been told. Um, <laughs> it's Rory's graduation day, but before she gives her moving speech that makes everyone cry, she finds a solution in paying for Yale so that Lorelai can still buy the Dragonfly Inn with Suki. Luke is supposed to go on a trip with Nicole, but will one dream make him realize something he has never admitted to himself? Mm. Plus, Richard and Emily buy Rory a car as a gift. So nice of them. And finally, Rory says her piece to Jess as he mysteriously calls right after her ceremony. 
Mm. Happy well, graduation. I got to tell you, this is this is the best episode that I have seen in this entire three seasons. This was unbelievable. Girls, what do you think? For me, um, this is actually my favorite episode of the whole series. As a Gilmore Girls fan, this episode represents what the show is about. It's about Rory and Lorelai and their love for each other. And that's what that speech was about, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's what that's why it's my favorite episode. And the part where she goes to um, Emily and Richard and she's yeah. like, here's the thing. This is my thing. I want to go to this school. I want you to kind of like get Lorelai out of trouble in a sense, but Rory's doing it and she's now the adult. So this whole episode to me was full circle. It was full circle, (laughs) but it was also the end of like chapter one of Gilmore Girls. And now we're going into chapter two. Okay. Hands, show hands. Who cried? Oh God, obviously. Oh, multiple times. Yeah. Oh my God. Who cried? Danielle, did you cry? I no, I didn't. No, no tears. No (laughs) No tears. Not no tears. Not even a welling. A welling. They didn't have to stream down your face. Just no. And did you? As Suki said, I I was not blubbering. I welled up. I welled up. Yeah, I I cried real tears. Like wipe the face at the end of the show. Yeah, yeah. Shocking. Shocking. Um, but, but, but it's like, but that speech, Rory's speech, and when she thanked her grandparents and told her mother, I mean, yeah, I was, I, I wasn't like, it wasn't like the waterworks, but it was, it was, it was very moving. Anyway. Did, did you, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll yeah, get to yeah, that. Cause yeah, I want to think, yeah. I think it made me even cry more yeah. seeing Suki and Lorelai crying, trying not to cry. And then Luke is crying, <laughs> and then I'm crying. It's like a contagious yawn. All right, so take us through it. Let's start from the beginning because this was a very, wait, very, wait, 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 wait. very special episode. Very, very special. Agree. But yeah. before we get into it, yeah, I need to ask uh-huh. both you and Danielle, what do you think is is coming? Like because Danielle's never seen it. Scott, do you remember anything? I remember a lot, but I don't, I don't know what you're referring to. What's coming okay. in season four? Correct. All right. Well, so, yeah, okay. I, mean, I don't I, know. I, I kind of ultimately know. You know <laughs> okay. what, what, I mean, I remember that 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 pivotal scene, and I think I know what you're referring to. The the, so we, the numero uno smoocheroonie. Right. Don't, oh, don't. But <laughs> I'm not telling. But no spoilers. No but spoilers. Not, I'm not saying for who. So Danielle, I'm not saying who. Okay. Because it's yeah. fun mm-hmm. for everybody. Because you are the virgin here. Oh God. Yes. Which I always, I still think that was a good title. So, what do you think is going to happen? Let's let's say with with Luke. What do you? Let's talk about Luke. What do you predict? Okay. Well, I predict that season four is going to be the Luke and Lorelai show. But to get there, I think that Luke and Nicole are going on this vacation. They're mm-hmm. packing up. He's meeting her at the dock. He's got his suitcases. The dock. dock. <laughs> I love it. She thinks like a full carnival is pulling up at the dock. She's in a raincoat. She's smoking a cigarette. It's <laughs> you, midnight. You cuckoo, all know what cuckoo. I mean by a dock. She hears the call. <laughs> the boat pulls up. <laughs> Okay, the boat pulls up. Nicole's walking in there. And Luke is like, I got to do something before I get on the boat. I'll I'll meet you on there. And then he's like running to the the dock, whatever the hell you call it. And then he goes, nope, uh, this isn't what I want. 
And he oh. makes a U-turn. Wow. Shows up at Laura. Leaves her head. She's on the boat and he's like, can't yeah, do it. She's Bye. on the boat. And then he goes to the goes to the house, <laughs> knocks on the door. Wow. And he's like, Lorelai, I want this. And then they had that numero unos. No, first he stops off at a sign shop. <laughs> And they make him a sign. I love you, Laurel. I puts it on top of his car and you starts honking his I, way into Star's Hollow. I like that added detail. It's I'm, beautiful. I'm not opposed. That's beautiful. <laughs> Since he's wearing a trench coat, did he get his boombox out and hold it up? <laughs> oh, my God. I, okay, well, definitely something I, along those lines. Right. That's why I'm I, glad. I huh. Wow. I'm glad. I'm glad to know that. That's interesting. Leaves are at the dock. Leaves are hanging. I like that. <laughs> At midnight in a trench coat. And it's raining. Like, I definitely <laughs> think Nicole still goes on the cruise without him. <laughs> <laughs> on the romantic cruise. The graphic Why comes up it? in black and white, you know, Port of Hartford, midnight. <laughs> <laughs> and then we hear this, yep, yep. you know, that kind of thing. Absolutely. Oh, where's Luke? Where is he? <laughs> Why is it making me think, and I'm going to mess up the lyrics, but why is it making me think of that Bon Jovi song? What? Johnny used to work on, on the, the docks. docks. <laughs> I don't even think it's Johnny. But no, it is Johnny. I don't, I don't know Johnny. if it is, but okay. It sounded right. I'm glad we had that moment. Thank you so much. Living on a prayer. Living on a prayer. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy worked on the docks. Tommy, Tommy, Johnny. Tommy, Johnny. It was close. Tommy used to work on the docks. Johnny dog. had a shot. He just didn't. <laughs> Ask yeah, the Johnny right questions. He got eliminated. Couldn't hang. Yeah. Uh, okay. Johnny wanted Let's to be see. in a Springsteen song. He didn't want to be in a Bon Jovi song. Oh Tommy's ending up with Nicole. Okay. Well, we'll let's the record show. We will revisit this. Uh-huh. Somebody save this little thing that Danielle uh-huh. just said, so we can lis- re-listen to it when we watch the season four. First couple episodes. Oh, yeah. No, okay, uh, yeah. This, this is coming back to haunt some. Oh, no. Town Crooner is back. The Who? Town Crooner is back. Oh, yes, the he's back. Crooner. Right. So, were we all happy to see him for a yeah, moment? You yeah. You know, when he gets smashed into by, uh, you know, uh, get out of my way, peace boy. Out of the way, peace boy. And you know, that a lovely, <laughs> graceful entrance by, by Lorelei with her uh, 300 pound backpack strapped to her. <laughs> Very it comical did. scene. Made me laugh out loud. I thought it, it did was the, have a funny line. It too. was the perfect Gilmore moment, wasn't it? Where yes, it just and then, starts out and then so they beautiful come and then into smash. The <laughs> great. And I great. did love when Luke says, Don't take your shoes off. This is a right. restaurant. Right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so good. All right. And are so, they just carrying around those backpacks for practice? Like, practice is that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. whatever. So they were out getting in backpack shape. Yeah. yeah. European backpack shape. Right. <laughs> Two important were... things in this scene, Scott, mm-hmm. that I really want to hear your yeah. thoughts. Yeah. Go ahead. First, we have all so we learn that Scott that we learn that Luke is going to close the diner, which had me sort of shook because it's like, whoa, that is big. And then he's going on this cruise. Mm-hmm. So Lorelai begins with all the love boat jokes, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. epic and mentioning, are you going to propose? Yeah. Thoughts. Mm-hmm. Thoughts. Inappropriate, but that's Lorelai, right? Oh, like I mean, you mean she's well, overstepping? She, well, of course, that's what she does. That's who she is. That's her character. You know, she's a, she's a female Don Rickles, Henny Youngman type character, right? <laughs> yeah, so she's going to yeah. ask those questions because 
Nobody does that. And she's going to do it. And that's why we love her, right? We, we expect yep. the unexpected. So she she asks that question. She pops the question about it. Do you think pop the Luke... It had even crossed his mind. It's a lot of words he... I said without answering the question. No, no. <laughs> Don Rickles is actually a pretty funny comparison. Do you think that Luke had thought about proposing? Has that even crossed his mind? I, uh, I, uh, I, I don't think so. I agree with you. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't know. He's. I mean, how long has he been dating her now? I mean, it's only a... like six months. If six that, months, right? Yeah, yeah, I. Uh... Yeah, I, but he's he's cool with her. It's like going well, yeah. but I, I think he's in Biden's time, right? And he's yeah. just the parents. He's, he's giving he's giving it a chance, but yeah. it's like you know maybe it's maybe it's fun and relaxed and it's good for him and he knows it's good for his life and she's having a good time and all that. But maybe he doesn't feel it's the end all be all, right? Yeah. But again, how would he know? It's definitely not the same feeling he has for Lorelai. So I think that's why yeah. he's. But I think he he probably feels he's never going to get Lorelai. Yeah. And he's got to grow up and try something else and maybe yeah. carve out a life for himself. And, you know, I just think he's being trying to be, you know, emotionally mature about it. Right. I, I literally think your analysis is is exactly right. Yeah. Like he knows. I should keep dating her. Mm-hmm. Because I deserve to be happy. And this is right. what adults do. She's and, a good, good person. Right. Right. Yeah, has great, great catch. Yeah, She's a lawyer. Job. She's smart. Yeah. We have they have a there's nothing bad. There's nothing bad. Mm-mm. But I do think there might be some subliminally he's convincing himself like this is what I should do. I think he was he was troubled by meeting the parents and that he so didn't fit in. Yeah. And he felt like I mean that's an a, an academic family, right? Mm. He's not going to fit in. You know, Christmas is going to be strained and Thanksgiving's are going to be strained. They're always going to be talking down, not not down to Luke, but a lot of things are going to go over his head. And I don't think he likes being in that position. And um, he's just not a very uh, sociable or social guy. Yeah, you know, so that part's true, but he is very smart. No, no. Like that's, he, right, right. I agree he really, he yeah. might not even like be so aware of how smart he is. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like I never think of Luke as not being completely up to the standards of the lawyer or whoever. He knows business, he knows life, he knows the school of hard knocks, like he knows it all, you know. <laughs> well, I think he, I think he knows what works for him, right? He 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 knows himself. So, you know, there you go. Um mm-hmm. so it, it you know, there's 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 a certain kind of um wisdom that comes out of him. Uh, from time to time, or maybe more often than that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I think I think he likes being with her. I don't mm-hmm. know that it's it's long term. And I think he still probably has a glimmer of hope for Lorelai coming around somehow. I totally because that agree. feeling. I think that feeling that tension's always there. Yep, it's always there. That doesn't go away with somebody when you feel it to that degree for somebody. Man. I totally agree. Do you guys yeah. feel the same, Danielle and Tara? Like, uh. <sighs> How do I say this? Luke and Nicole are perfectly pleasant. Yeah. But are you, I'm not feeling the. <laughs> no, the it just sp- seems like someone they're, it's just like they're dating each other. Yeah. Just a phase. They're hanging out to pass yeah. time, but they're not each other's soulmates, but yeah. they, they get along and they like to flirt and they like to, you know, hang out, whatever, but not a soulmate. Well, like well, they're well, destined well, to be together mm-hmm. vibe. Chemistry yeah, I, is not the same. 
it's not. Yeah. And I think if Luke found somebody that he felt the same way about other than Lorelai, Mm. that would happen very quickly. He would marry that girl very quickly. They would have children very, you know, as soon as they could. Yeah. You know, that I, kind of a thing. Because that's I, really what he feels for Lorelai, right? And I do think Luke wants that. I do think mm. he wants a partner. I do think he wants a family. Like, he wants all those things. Like, I, I mm -hmm. see that. So when Lorelai asked, is he going to propose? And he kind of was like, oh, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, because it's the wrong girl. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Not the right I also think let's yeah. take one brief moment to compare. We're jumping to the end, but we're going to compare this moment with the dream at the end when Luke has that dream of Lorelai saying, don't propose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think she put that subconsciously into his head mm -hmm. because it was her fear. Almost like she's saying, oh, you're going to propose to almost like calm her own anxiety, like hoping you said no. Mm -hmm. And then that puts that into your head and you realize at the end, you don't want to propose because you want her. I, I find a very imp like important parallel between those two scenes. Look, man, he's dreaming about her, right? Right. That's just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how many ha, have you ever had some guy come up to you and say, you know, I had a dream about you last night? Like, <laughs> Tell okay. me more. True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so based on the fact that I've never met you, uh, do tell. <laughs> Wait, Scott, yeah. you are nailing it though. It's huh. it it's so on the nose. Like well, it was mm -hmm. a his dream is for her to say, don't. don't. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What he wants to hear. Yeah, man. Ooh, that was that just that was deep, guys. Only yeah. only 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 one of one Lorelei. There's only one of those. And there's only mm -hmm. one Luke. Give yourself some cred. Uh, no, yeah. but I mean I'm from, from Luke's <laughs> yeah. point of view, th there's one of her. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, they didn't make another one of her. She's she's one in a billion. And he knows it. And However quirky or inappropriate she is, she's very special and she's very funny and warm and loving and and what a fun life. And I think, he, he, you know, he mm. brings out a side in him that he he buries. Mm. So I think I think he sees good. himself, he projects himself into a future with her where he feels like he could open up a little bit and start loosening up and and having some fun and having some laughs. And, and you I know, love starting that you said I love that you said what a fun life. Right. It would be more fun. His his life. He yes. knows his life isn't tremendously fun. He's a, you know, he's a guy that gets up and works and he works all day and he yeah. works, work. that's, that's what defines what keeps him sane. Mm -hmm. And why do people cool. do that? You know, why are people like that? Because, you know, they haven't found the one they found, the, she, they find the one he's not working so much. And she's like the bright light of all of stars hollow, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like she's the one Absolutely. who just keeps everyone going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about if that dream was actually had ha okay i had that moment too where i'm like wait what what yeah, and then he like, wakes up you're happen? like was that real what if lorelei had done that and what if she had gone i i didn't find it inappropriate like what if she had gone into the diner in reality and said like hey don't propose what would y'all have thought oh wait you didn't you wouldn't have found that inappropriate no i, I did yeah i think it would have been too soon because that's a moment that, that you that then you have to kiss. Then you, I thought of that. that you're right. Yeah. You're right. Then that you scene to needed like, to happen in the dream. 
It could not happen in real life. It needed mm-hmm. to be the dream. Otherwise, I don't think it would have spoken to Luke. Well, maybe it would have, but like the only way for it to be somewhat appropriate is for right. Luke to dream yeah. it. But also mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. like right. like when, when it happened, I was like, Lorelai would say something like this and yeah. just mess things up, you know? <laughs> totally. <laughs> right. <laughs> and yeah. I do think I want to go back to what Scott said is that it is Luke's dream. It is Luke's dream. Not all, like she's in it. And Luke is dreaming of her stopping him from being with someone else, essentially. Mm. Shout out to Astor Pro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off and I need something that works fast. That's where Astor Pro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. And it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Plus, it is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. So if you suffer from allergies like I do, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astroproallergy.com for a discount so you can astropro and go today. Visit astroallergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. And vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plants can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. So one other important, very important thing in this scene is that we learn that Luke will be at the graduation Wednesday at four. And I thought that was important. Mm -hmm. That's his family. You know, they're they're family. They the Gilmar see Luke as part of their pivotal close four group of people because it's Suki, it's Jackson, it's Luke and the girls and obviously Mm -hmm. Richard and Emily. But that's a, they're very tight knit family. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it made perfect sense to me. And we'll talk about it when we get to the graduation scene that he was there. I know everybody has thoughts because I've, I've already seen some of them in the group text. So we'll talk about that. Uh, The inn. Okay. So we're at the dragonfly. Mm. Mm. And there is Luke checking it out. Yep. Thoughts. Scott, uh, they're just setting us up. That scene was just setting us up for uh, heartbreak, right? Mm. Just setting us up for heartbreak. Like you mean, it's, like it's it, a money pit, or well, something's going like, to go you, wrong? That it's that it's not a money pit, and that you you're going to be up and running four or five months. So don't worry about it, right? It's just laying the groundwork for for the bad news that's coming for the independence and it's closing up and that you know and all that. So they, yeah, let's talk about that now. What did you all think when you realized, like, the Independence Inn is no more? Man. With the fire. I think we kind of, like, saw it coming, though. But I did Mm. find it really interesting. Okay. Can I just, like, since I don't know what happens next, can I just throw something out there? (laughs) Of course. Okay. So when Lorelai was talking to the owner's, I'm assuming, son, Mm -hmm. like, because she was like, oh, you know, yada, yada. Um. She was saying, she's like, but Rory grows up, grew up here. Like, but this is my job. You know, like she was, it's very, the Independence Inn is very sentimental to Lorelai. Um, and then he was like, well, you know, she's probably just going to put it up for sale. So I think she does a bait and switch and buys the Independence Inn. Oh, you think that's what's going to happen? It doesn't. Okay, the clearly it's not what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, like piggybacking off of that, there was a fan who says, told us on Instagram that um, there was a deleted scene from this episode, and I found it on YouTube, and it's basically a flashback of Lorelai and Rory now, and like when Rory was a kid in the Independence Inn. Which I'm like, man, that should have been in the episode. But I like, I like that scene too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really, really, that was yeah. A very it's a bummer scene. it wasn't in the episode. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was a great scene. I lo- I mm-hmm. really liked how they do it. And you got to figure. I mean, it looked like Lorelai was probably what in her early twenties in that scene, or yeah, Rory some, was like mm-hmm. ten something. Well, like she that. thinks she okay. So Lorelai was twenty six. Uh, all, yeah. right, all right. So hey, so, Scott. Yeah. That makes me think of something. Hmm. Are there a lot of scenes you shoot? that do not make it, even on this show, because this show seems so tight and scripted. I don't like, Was that rare? I, yeah, I think that was rare. Yeah. Yeah, that, I, I don't remember shooting a scene that didn't make it onto really? the fi- final cut, yeah. I'm, I could be wrong, and I'm sure there's some fans out there that know this. 
and they'll 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 school us. But I I don't recall one scene being shot. But it's not like happen. every episode. There's multiple oh. scenes you shoot that never got in. No, because it's like you know these are very tight schedules, mm-hmm. and yeah. they're all timed out. You know, and and they have to be in. Um, There's also so many callbacks. Yeah. I can't. Scripty would have a real <laughs> mess on <laughs> Scripty. <laughs> like, there's so many callbacks. Imagine if they're doing a scene like the reason that one worked is it was a very sort of um, isolated scene because of yeah. the flashback situation mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you right. can see. Like, okay, maybe they just had to dump it. For and time. it was just like a minute. Like, it wasn't even like long. So, All right, right, right. Yeah. I, I really I really enjoyed that scene. I was surprised they left it out. I, I, they had their reasons, you know, obviously. But I, I enjoyed that scene. And Kirk has another job. We're going back. To <laughs> so many jobs. Yeah. So yeah. it is interesting that they're, it's going to take five months or so. Yeah. And then they have no jobs. Like all of a sudden mm-hmm. that is sort of, oh, I guess we'll jump to that. Mm-hmm. That all of a sudden mm-hmm. these guys are out of work and they're, I don't get the idea. They, any of them have a ton of dough in the bank like Luke does, for example, to last them six months, no work. Not when mm-hmm. she has to pay for Yale. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. I mean, I guess, okay, let's talk about that. That's such an important part of this episode. What do you <sighs> think about the fact, one, is that she was going to sacrifice the inn for Rory. Two, Rory finds out because Suki sort of lets the cat out of the bag. And then that Rory goes to the grandparents. Just... Well, Let's talk about it all. We know that these situations come about in the in the watching of the episode because all roads lead back to the Gilmores. I mean, Richard yeah. and Emily. All roads are going to end up back there because they have the they hold the purse strings. So uh, no surprise. I did like how Rory went back herself independently. I did too. And, and mm-hmm. laid out and made a made that deal with Richard. I really enjoyed that scene and. Um, you know, she got what she wanted. Everybody got what they wanted. She had to explain to her mother later on, it's a win-win-win. Everybody wins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. Lorelai hanging on to that sort of, you know, that her her childhood trauma, uh, as she's wont to do, but it, it provides for necessary conflict to keep the story moving forward. Yeah. yeah. I, I get torn between that scene, and this is kind of jumping ahead, but that scene between Rory and Lorelai where Rory tells her what happens. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Lorla or Rory is saying it's a win-win for everyone. You know, like this is good. This is great. And Lorelai still tries to make it a little negative. And it kind of bothered me a little bit. I get why she's doing that because she wants to give Rory low expectations. But at the same time, I'm like, it's already done. Like, why do you have to say they're manipulating her? She's the one that went to, went to them. And you know, like, that kind of bothered me a little bit. And plus, it's a celebration episode. Yeah. It's like, let's all, can we just lay down our swords mm-hmm. for, you know, one afternoon here and not, or a couple of days and not squabble? Yeah. Because it's we're, it's about coming together for Rory and celebrating Rory. And then, you know, thereby yeah. we're celebrating ourselves and everybody's celebrating each other for the contributions. I mean, if, you know, if there is ever a moment to be family friendly, this, mm-hmm. yeah. this, this, was probably it and yeah Yeah. i agree she's still kind of chipping away and And at this point rory knows you know Mm -hmm. she knows who what her grandparents have done to her mom and vice versa and she knows that strained relationship but it's not her relationship with them so it bothers me that lorelei tries to impose that on her i'm just like it's okay let her figure it out herself she knows what you went through you don't have to keep going at it 
You know what a thought I had on the second go around watching this is 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 do you guys think? And I I, I almost hate to po pose this. Do you Go think that Rory, you, I think Lorelai was a great mother, but do you think she was too close to her own daughter and sort of, you know, this, the seeds of failure were sown in that closeness where Lorelai, uh, Rory goes off and can't possibly succeed without her mommy? Mm. I mean, mm -hmm. what do you think of that? I mean, I, I don't want to, I, think I don't, I don't want it to sound too cynical, but. No, no, no. I think there are definite complications in their relationship because of how close they are mm -hmm. and that it does sometimes veer to that best friend thing and you can lose the mother-daughter. I think I like it, but it does make it complicated. Because I see I see Rory trying to break out of that. When she has mm. to sort of mother her own <laughs> mother and explain to her it's a win-win-win, <laughs> that's not what a child does with their parent. The parent right. is supposed to know that. Right. And, and I think that's why Danielle, and, uh, you know, I had a <laughs> little problem with that, too. I thought, geez, she's just like, can't she just lay down her sword and celebrate this? Well, yeah. And didn't you think I mean, for me, it was so heartwarming. I loved it. I loved this moment in the episode when you see how. Like happy isn't even the right word that Emily and Richard are. Oh, oh yeah. They They're are. So happy. And mm -hmm. even like Emily was just like, you know, like it, she, yeah. it was like Santa had just come and it was Christmas morning <laughs> and they were eight. Like their faces and so perfectly acted. Oh, because, God, that yeah. scene was so brilliant. When they so they make that deal and they're doing the deal and Richard's doing his thing and Emily's doing her thing and they couldn't have been happier mm -hmm. to give her the money. Oh, oh yeah. my God. And Friday night dinners are reinstated. Right. Right. Yeah, that's like right. Emily's dream. Also, I wish every loan was on the terms Richard's loans are on. <laughs> five, payback after five years, zero yeah. interest. No interest. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's also funny because I was like, you know, he's saying that. And then once five years comes, he's going to be like, you can do it in five more. Like he's right. he's not looking for but her money. In that, yeah. you know, Emily's like, this is an extra nine years. <laughs> Of Friday night dinners. <laughs> yeah. And like, also, <laughs> they would have given, I'm certain of it, they would not have asked for Friday night dinners. They wouldn't. They just would have been totally no, happy to pay for it. college. She offered it, yeah. and they were, of course, going to take it. But they, it was not an obligation in the same way it was before, which I understand why they did yeah. it before and made it part yeah. of the deal. Well, they had no relationship before. So they're right. like, if we're going to give you this money, we need to have a relationship, which I stand by. They I know think that's... they have a relationship with Rory. They know they yeah. have it. And they just wanted her to have the money. So I love that there's Friday night dinners back, but I don't think that Emily and Richard would have ever required that. No. I kind of I agree did. with you on that. I do. I did have one question. I can't remember how far is Yale from the Gilmore's house? Because how far is she driving for Friday night dinners? New, Isn't New, it? New Haven to uh, Hartford is, I don't I don't think it's very far. I'll look it up. It's like oh, 30 okay. minutes. I think she said oh, like. okay. It's, it's, yeah, it's 20, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Maybe. Oh, okay. Never yeah. mind. It's, it's, I think not, it's, it's not that Stars far. Stars Hollow is further away from you. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's probably, I don't know, an hour. <laughs> I'm trying to find it. I drove it, I, I drove it once, you know. Our producer Jackie said 37 minutes. 37 minutes. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, not bad. All right. I was just wondering. 
how long in Luke's <laughs> truck? Maybe 38 minutes. and a half minutes. This one that's says 42 40, minutes. Well, that's Luke's truck, 42 yeah. minutes. There yeah. might be, there's a hint of traffic right now in, um, <laughs> oh, uh, on the 84. Right. Oh, no, on right. the 91. And they have really big mosquitoes like. in Alaska. Let's not get off on a tangent here. Okay. So, so anyway, okay. Uh, yeah. So, and the car, they threw in the car. As well. Yeah, let's talk Which, about the gift. And they were so pleased. They that. were so happy that they could give it to her. <laughs> and then gotcha. Laura, I was really happy Lorelai said yes. And Danielle, I, you yeah. enjoyed that one, didn't you? I <laughs> loved when they ended graduation, they walk out to the parking lot and there's like 20 cars with bows on it. <laughs> I didn't know there was, I, I didn't know there were Priuses in 2003. I remember sure. that she had yeah. a Prius. It was very Leo. It was, they it even was referenced Leo. Leo. It was yeah, yeah. very... Like, like right on point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Go Richard. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, man. That's so such a... let's talk about, before we get to the speech, let's just talk briefly about Paris being so cool with Rory being the valedictorian. That did not try. Cool? Oh, you mean how she tried why? to sabotage her? <laughs> no, but why I, she I was the, thrilled. I, I did the research, you know, <laughs> like people that... Uh, are the statistics. Valedictorian. The statistics aren't favorable for future that success or mortality. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I they get in car that accidents and they get divorced. So <laughs> good for you, Rory. <laughs> She's such a peach, that Paris, isn't she? Boy, <laughs> up to her old tricks. Uh, <laughs> and then I so did good. think it was funny, even though not nice, when they kept calling that guy AV geek. And then they're like, pan my body nice and slow. <laughs> yeah. And so I thought that was sort of a moment of levity and just sort of funny and, and, and real. Yeah. 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 We didn't have enough Michelle. Uh, but we, we got a, a, a good one, good scene. Could yeah, not why, see him why, as a dancer. <laughs> why, why, why wasn't he uh, at the graduation? Why, why you know, that's it, a great question. Why the heck wasn't the whole town there? Well, that's what I was well, thinking, you too. Get, like, like no where Babette, was everybody? No you only get a certain amount of tickets. Amount of tickets yeah. And I remember my family had a field day on who can come and who can't. <laughs> so I firsthand know that not everyone's going to make it. We took so we other family tickets. Like, yeah, one of my friends <laughs> One of my friends too. was like, I got one extra ticket. I'm like, and that's I'll mine. take <laughs> it. So we had a party at our house after my high school graduation so everyone could come. All right. Like, so that makes sense. And then we understand even more how important... It was that yeah. Luke was picked, Jackson was picked, Suki was picked. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's not going to be Michelle over Luke. No. no. Or Miss Patty or Babette, but... Yeah. All right, so... They could, th they could throw, him a throw her a party when she, when she got back, right? Well, they were leaving the next morning for... Um, Europe? For their Europe. Trip. Yeah. Oh, really? The very next morning? Wow. Boy, they were out of... They got out of town fast. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. 
Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. What do you think about the scene? And it actually, for me, was quite heartbreaking when Lorelai comes over and like, let's get out the champagne with Suki and Jackson and is basically telling them like, they're all out of a job, but she's trying to like glass half full it. I watched it twice. And I think the first time I was like, why is she doing this? This is so mean. But the second time I was like, well, Suki's pregnant. So I didn't, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think she wants to stress her out. That's a good point. Yeah. Good point. And I also like, think that she was probably so overwhelmed. Yeah. Yes. Because that's where she raised, that's where mm-hmm. they first went. That's where, you know, that's, I'll never right. forget. I'll never forget when, when I, when we decided to sell our home in Los Angeles and, you know, how my wife reacted to that and how we all reacted to it. Boy, this is the place where we had our son. Yeah. And this, you know, and it's like, that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah you know, that's such so, an important point yeah, because yeah. one is I'm thinking, oh, my God, they have no jobs, money, money, money. Right, mm-hmm. right. But the emotional connection. Right. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's too much to, to, to feel. It's too much to acknowledge. So you want to go the other way with it and just, hey, let's, let's look at the bright side of this and let's stay positive. Yeah. It was, it was actually an act of real strength, you know, on Lorelai's part to and try then, to keep everybody pumped up about it. You know. They do have something essentially to look forward to with the inn, 
at the time, you know, we did have that hiccup where suddenly they can't, they're not going to have the in, but it's like, they do have things positive to look forward to if they can just make it there. Let's talk about the town meeting. Oh, which (laughs) I have a lot. Okay, great. So the town meeting was sort of obviously the impetus for Rory and Dean to have their moment. So we can talk about, you know, if you guys have any thoughts about the town meeting or we can just go to the conversation. I think... Go to the conversation. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) I felt that this was perfect. I loved it so much because it was a way for Rory to say, you know, I'm sorry for everything. This is what I got out of it. I'm sorry for what happened. Thank you for being the best to me and for standing up to me. But now I know that you're with Lindsay. Please pick a gift. I want and mm-hmm. look it over look over this catalog. So 2003. <laughs> look over this catalog. It's all sticky tab. Yeah. yeah. And she goes, "With Lindsay, and tell me what you guys want and that's my gift." And I mm. thought that was so mature of her i just i loved i loved that whole bit and you know they say goodbye at the end you know goodbye goodbye rory goodbye dean you know whatever however they said it but Mm -hmm. i was just like that really made me feel good after watching that Mm. yeah i agree and this episode was i mean sorry this scene was actually right before um the when when rory goes to emily and richards and i think back to back these two scenes just showed how mature she's she's mm. gotten over the years. Like she's being, um, you know, responsible for just everything that happened with Dean, and then she's also being responsible for her her um, Yale money. So I think it just showed a lot of growth in this episode for her. Yeah, I agree. Those two I are very; those two fit very well together. Mm-hmm. Dean and, and Rory. They're very mm-hmm. it, it, it looks good, it feels good, they're comfortable with each other. Uh I like them together, you know. Or I like them as friends, you know. So but yeah. they they, yeah. they belong in each other's lives. Yeah. Capacity, so. Yeah, I thought that was very lovely. Just cuz really really lovely. Prior to this, like the scene between Dean and Rory was basically Rory saying, uh, are, why 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 are you getting married? Why?" You know, like she was like mm-hmm. All up in arms about it, and now right. she's, <laughs> and then her boyfriend gets in like a full on altercation, knockdown brawl with him. And then the reality is, yeah. Like, if you really think about it, Dean gets fully dumped by this girl, fully, fully, like, like practically cheated on and dumped. Not exactly cheated on, but like close. And, like next hour, making out with Jess. Yeah. <laughs> then gets. Listen, man. <laughs> then Jess is like so hateful towards this poor guy. Then they get in like a brawl. It's just like a oh poor Dean. The fact that Dean is still friends with Rory. Honestly, I love you, Dean. <laughs> I love wow. him. I wow. love his character so much. I think he's just such a he's so fun to watch. I don't know. I just like every Dean scene. I'm I'm very Are you, are like, you team Dean? I am a hundred percent. I hate you know, to say that's, it. That's why he's a star. Yeah, yeah. He has right, that Scott. quality that is. He's got that magnetic quality where you can't take your eyes off. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. And just he's the, got that thing. This like how like I used to think that Jess and and Rory had chemistry when he first came on the scene, but mm. now I'm like, whoa. There's just so much mm-hmm. like. Well, that that brings me to a question, Danielle. Mm -hmm. What is your prediction as we're wrapping up season three? (laughs) 
for Dean and Rory or maybe Dean and Lindsay? Just what do you think? We won't. Well, I do know one spoiler about Dean. So I know that eventually comes back around. But I do think Dean gets married. Um, And I do think Jess comes back. This isn't this is definitely not the end of Jess. He's coming Mm -hmm. back. And that's that's all I know. In my head. Could you imagine if they left (laughs) Jess just in Venice Beach to end end the whole series with him? (laughs) Just lives in Venice Beach with that (laughs) button up shirt. I know. Leather (laughs) jacket. Yeah. I know we kind of touched on this, but Scott, do we all feel that Rory did the right thing by sort of making peace with Dean? And do we think she did the right thing by going to Emily and Richard for the money? Is is Rory really kind of nailing this, like doing all the right things by everybody? She's tying up loose ends. Yeah, she's but and she's stepping up to get what she wants and mm. she's helping her mother out at the same time who's stressed out financially. Yep. She's helping out her grandparents who want, you know, yes. to see her. You're right. So she's, You're right. You know, she, she is she, doing something for yeah, them. You're right. Yeah. Keep and going. I, Sorry. And I think she was right to reconcile with Dean and get some closure there and, and you know, potentially have a, a, a nice, warm friendship going forward. Um, and I think she was right to let Jess go. Yeah, because what kind of, you know, who calls and doesn't say anything and then just listens and then hangs up? I mean, please. I mean, this is a well, this, this is an option for your future. Let's talk about that now. <laughs> I mean, we'll, clearly, we'll, we'll save the speech you know. for the for the end. Let's talk about that. What did you all think about how that went down? What? what, what With just it, like calling and not talking I and just, you know, it didn't yeah. track for me. No. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's very like, first of all. Who calls multiple times and just like is breathing yeah. on the other line, like you but know, it's like he, but you, what? But he was he wasn't breathing heavy. Come on, no, but like you know, but in but my head. Thing, but he, <laughs> okay. But the thing is, let, let's let's just let's just rewind here a little bit. We 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 have to realize how much pain Jess is in and how confused he is, and how his world is just blown apart. His dad doesn't want him. His mom doesn't want him. He's got Luke kicked him out. Nobody wants him. And he doesn't feel worthy. He does, but he wants, he's hanging on. You know, that phone call scared me, actually. This is what I was saying. That's the kind of phone call where somebody hangs up and it's like, they make a decision. Oh, you know, it's like that kind of depression and loneliness. I mean, that guy needs somebody to reach out. He really needs help. You know, he, that, he definitely it, does. It really hurt me. It really, really, really hurt me. You know, so we can, you know, listen, I, I, I get this way too. And everybody does. You get all judgy about things because it's just a TV show. But, but look at the, look at the character. Look at what he's going yeah. through. And yeah. it's, it, it's, a, it, and, and that was a lifeline for him. That was a call that he didn't have to say it, but the call really meant save me. Yeah. I just thought that he, cared so much for Rory that he wouldn't mess graduation up. Mm-hmm. I thought he would have the him calling the day before or day after whatever. I would have like, yes, I would have agreed with you, Scott. And I, I do get the point that you're saying, but I'm also like the one day he should have left alone was her graduation day. He left. So he needs to leave her alone too. In my brain see i thought that maybe that was his moment that he was trying to say i'm sorry to make it up and and bring around like 
everything and say I'm sorry on graduation day because he knows it's so, so important to her. But I see your point as well. Like he should have. My just thought, left it. it could be a little bit of a stretch, but I feel like they, he really gets her, and they are very in tune mm-hmm. that he is calling repeatedly and staying on the line for that moment where she's going to say what she needed to say mm. to oh, move interesting. forward for herself. That's a good point. So he's calling repeatedly and like she probably just keeps hanging up. Do you know what I mean? That but actually just gave staying. me chills. Yeah. I, yeah, that was that's a that's really very, good point. Yeah. So it was so a noble it was a noble act to let her go, the give her the He's giving her that he, moment. Giving her the runway not, to do it. Cuz he can't do it. Yeah, he can't he, he can't break it. He knows he's yeah. not good for her. And he wants to give her that mm. He always wants the best for her, too. Like, Jess always wanted the best, even though he may not show it at all times. Like, he mm-hmm. always thinks of her in a very positive way and, and mm-hmm. wants her to do well. And the reason I believe that also is because I believe Amy Sherman Palladino knew exactly what she was doing and that we would have been left to wonder, was that Jess? Right. We all know it's Jess. But they make it very clear. They shoot a scene with him to make it very clear that he is there on the payphone. He's still in Venice. Obviously, we still have our, you know, hopes and dreams of the spinoff. But that that is, to me, that was, I don't know that he was being, I, I agree with Scott in that he's in a bad place and does need someone to reach out to him and love him. And maybe we're to assume that Jimmy comes back around. But that he's giving her that opportunity to say her piece so that she can go off for the summer feeling as best as she can and then really enjoy Yale. It's actually a very beautiful scene. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that Rory put it all out there. Mm -hmm. Like everything she said, like when she goes, I think I I may have loved you, you know, like even that, it just was, yeah, it was so, it was so, oh. Alexis Bledel is like ridiculously an amazing actress. She really is. Oh, good. And she's very natural and very fluid. Teenager. Yeah, yeah I know. So I here know. comes another hot topic before mm-hmm. we get to the speech. Mm-hmm. What do you all think the fact that Christopher is not there? Ugh. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel. Ugh. <laughs> I could not be more uh-huh. pissed about anything other than that like that that made that made me more mad than just calling to be honest then then they did their the writers did their job yeah i was mad i was just like you are her father i don't care you if you have another baby somewhere else you show up if you have a relationship with your daughter and you are trying to do that and not only that but like you've been correcting all your wrongs with your new baby like you still got time with rory like don't mess this up and he's Mm -hmm. doing it again i was just pissed Mm -hmm. it was both i was actually wondering why and maybe it's a ticket thing we never know but uh, it was both christopher and lane why weren't they both at the graduation because i thought Uh, no there's there's three more there's one more there's three why wasn't max why wasn't max medina there right I didn't think of that one. He's a I mean, I assume he's there. <laughs> yeah, I assume but like, is he still? Is he still there? I know he came back, but like, he's on loan from Stanford. Hey, here's <laughs> a thought. Here's a thought. Should this should this have been a separate episode? Just throwing it out there. What do you guys? So think? you're saying there's so much happening that you would have yeah. liked this to be like a two part? Well, I don't know if I'd have liked it, but I'm just you know I'm just throwing it out there. What do you think? Could this 
episode, just the graduation and all the interactions with all the Chilton people and anybody in, directly involved with Chilton, uh, could that have been a standalone episode? What do you guys I mean, think? I see where you're going with it right. and that there's a lot happening. But I, I think that's very Gilmore. A lot of meat in the sandwich. I was sort of happy that they didn't make me linger more at graduation yeah. that they moved me through graduation mm-hmm. some shows mm-hmm. like graduation is so long where you're mm-hmm. like let's just get it like we know you're graduating let's get it over with but that speech right. was like, like a, exactly what we needed mm-hmm. it's like a bad tv wedding when there's just oh can we get through the wedding i need to know what's gonna happen <laughs> yeah but that's you know, a, that's, that, that's that, this is not your your average writing staff you know i, mean, I didn't need more of brad's speech I'd have mm-hmm. just plenty. Oh of my God, Brad speech. <laughs> but also, I feel like in high school, like when you're graduating fun. high school, like <laughs> that scene where they were doing like the goodbye video and and the conversation with Paris, like that's kind of like your last moment with your your peers in school. Anyway, like graduation day is really about you and your family. It's not really yeah, about yeah 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 about a great your, point. you know the teacher. Like I don't even think I talked to a teacher like <laughs> like graduation day. You know, so mm-hmm. I think it was more about the family. But mm. I did think that it was perfect. And Scott, you'll be able to comment the physical comedy of Melissa McCarthy oh. over the people. Oh my I'm sorry. God. I'm sorry. I suck. I suck. Like, also the <laughs> architecture of Chilton. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was a good joke. The, ins- the, the <laughs> Suki was saying, you guys may think I'm late, but I was here before all of you guys. And she's just like fiddling through the chairs. I'm just like, she's so good. Uh, I love we talk about Luke, this, Luke, this and, um, Luke and Jackson with the insurance Luke and talk. Jackson oh, was such a dad thing to do. Like, and oh, leaning over to Richard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Richard, Richard uh, how much to insure this? And Richard's like ready to talk about well, it. Well, it's good. Probably approaching six figures. And they're like, no. <laughs> and actually, before we talk about the valedictorian speech, I did take note, and I don't know if somebody had a real brain mm-hmm. that Geller and Gilmore would be next to each other oh. for to get their diplomas so oh, we could have that wow. one more moment oh, with Pierce yeah. and Rory. I was like, somebody really knew what they were doing when they mm. named it's those It's so two. funny you say that because on another show that I'm watching, um, they took Roll Call and someone with the last name L was listed off first and it was like all out of order because it was the main characters. Right. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, okay, like Lorelai and, and uh, I'm sorry, Rory and Paris are back to back. This makes sense. And so we do right. get the, the Luke, give me your pen call back too. <gasps> oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was, was great. <laughs> also, the whole uh, Emily and Richard seating saga was had me <laughs> the space for between. laughing. Between Emily. Why, okay, so why do you always assume that I carry pens with me everywhere I go? Such <laughs> <laughs> so so a good callback. So good. Scott, you first. What did you think about the speech? Um, the it was beautifully speech. written, beautifully performed, uh, very, very moving. Um, you know, it got me. It really got me when she. You know, it was very satisfying that she honored uh, Richard and Emily. Uh, and then she moved on to her mom, and that was extra special. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I think you got to be battery powered if you didn't feel anything there, because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, sure, right. it, sure, it sure made me feel. Um, yeah, it, it, it was, was maybe the nicest moment on the show. Those those moments were so far the first three seasons. Those were spectacular moments. Mm-hmm. You know, real fulfillment. You know, real full circle moments. You know. <gasps> 
It's I, everything Richard and Emily wanted. Yeah. Right? They, oh and, my God. That right? shout out and their and it, faces right, just glowed. And <laughs> it landed right in their lap and yeah. Rory just showed her respect and it was it was wonderful. Yeah. Also, and and so genuine. Yeah. 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 I also liked how Lorelai and Suki were like, don't cry, don't cry. Like, you know, because like we're over here on the couch bawling. Like I don't know about you guys. And I was like, <laughs> I was crying. ugly crying. And they're just trying so hard to keep us together. But it was such a Gilmore thing to do. It was that little back and forth banter during her speech was just so spot on. It's just obvious that like Rory is the reason that that family is together, I guess. Yes. Well, and then the sticking the tongues out when they're when she's yeah. getting the diploma. Very Gilmory. So I I I didn't mention this earlier when we talked briefly about Christopher. To me, yes, it's terrible that Christopher's not there and I don't even understand it. But Luke is the dad in a sense. Yeah. He was very he took dad-like. The dad's ticket. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess dad light, not re- you know, I don't know. I, I don't think he, you know, he didn't really have a close relationship with Rory, right? I mean, he but you he, just, he was dad at a distance. He was yeah, dad at a distance. He, he, That's he, fine. He was a protector at a distance, and you you're know, not he, inviting the yeah. random dude from the diner to your graduation. <laughs> you're inviting the right, right. male figure right. in yeah. your life. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he, he's he's been there since she was a baby. She's she's been bringing her bringing little baby Rory into the diner since Aww. she was born, right? So Luke's been there, you know, playing with her and coochie coochie and the whole thing, and you know, it's been seventeen years. Speaking of missing yeah. parents, Paris's parents not being there, oh, but, how, but her uh, nanny's adorable. family, yeah, the kids, I know. I know. they love her. They literally I, love her. I th- yeah. oh, I was so that happy was really for Paris like, that she had touching. people there. Yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? I was so happy for her. Ah, uh, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. And vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With Ikea... Your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. So then I guess let's talk about the back in Chilton. And maybe this is why they didn't include the in scene because they're almost sort of similar scenes in a sense, the deleted but, but scene. And if you haven't during, seen it, go watch it. During the ceremony, she told her that she got the in. Yeah, she did. Right. But yeah. maybe right. what I'm thinking is maybe the reason they dumped the scene. Oh, the deleted scene. The deleted scene oh. is because we sort of have a similar moment at Chilton when they go in to like carve their name oh. and they take that moment and it looks so big but they say this isn't scary anymore mm-hmm. maybe yeah. they sort of felt that just played better i don't yeah. know it was just another moment for me that lorelei is gro- is grown up yeah you know mm-hmm. just like the dean scene the going to richard and emily's to you know not being scared of children anymore i was just like oh mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. is she is grown up she is yeah, a young she, lady uh, she 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 came out on top at chilton and she had her choice of Harvard, Princeton, or Yale. What a, what an accomplishment in in right. two years or in, mm. you know what did she or three years? Did she come in there as a sophomore? Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. yeah, she came. Yeah, they even acknowledge it somewhere. Year. I think yeah. uh, headmaster Chil- uh, headmaster. What, oh my God, what Charles? Charles yeah, and, and Charles and even speech, mentions yeah. it in his introduction yeah. to her. It's, it's quite an accomplishment. I mean, really, mm-hmm. quite an accomplishment. And then I and, and I love the deleted scene because it's it talks about books mm-hmm. and it talks about how we, you, we, more room to stack your books and th- this, yeah this yeah tells you me need how, a whole yeah. room for you. it tells yeah. me what a great mother she is right I wanted that I really like that scene I also thought in the introduction that Headmaster Charleston said when he said competitive when she needs to be and I thought oh I, his intro for her was very cool mm. and accurate and. I just, I, you can tell that every word in this episode is important. Mm-hmm. Every single mm-hmm. detail is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, when you grow up that way, you know, uh, just reading, 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 reading. If you're a bookish person and you're intellectually curious from the time you're a small child, you're still going to be challenged at places like that, but you're going to end up on top because your habits are so honed, they're so refined. So she couldn't lose. You know, the seeds were planted a long, long time ago. So she couldn't lose. She wasn't going to, you know, Paris was never going to defeat her. You know, it just wasn't Mm -hmm. going to happen. 
Mm-hmm. So how many mm-hmm. out of 10 diplomas do you give this episode? Wait, we missed the scene. What, what did we, I what miss? What did we miss? We missed when Luke tells Lorelai he's not going on the trip. Oh, like that's he tells right. her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, at, at the graduation. Yeah. He tells he tells her he's not going on the trip. Wait. And Lorelai's right. like, I, yeah, I, I didn't moment. ruin it. I didn't ruin it, right? And Luke no, goes, no, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Yeah. But then he yeah. says he is going to go. No, but then he goes. No, sh- Right, but it, it, I think it was, no, you were describing he, it perfectly. He came to it as, I'm not going on the trip. And she was like, oh, I did, I, did I ruin it? Oh, my God, I'm so sorry, blah, 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 blah. And then he goes, well, I don't I didn't want to lead her on. Like, do you think that's leading right, her right, on right. after all that we've been, you know, right. we've been through? That's like, I, I took it as Luke and Lorelai, what mm-hmm. they've been through. And right. then, and she was like, no, of course not. And then right. he was like, oh, okay, well, then, yeah, okay. And but like he he came to that conversation with I'm not going to then kind of being like oh maybe it is okay I don't know I think Luke is as confused as I am I'm like I think he, was he asking <laughs> perm- was he asking Lorelai's permission to go on the cruise who goes what is it was it a kind heat of? check it, right because that's reality the the fantasy yeah, heat was, check is a great great way to ask he like I, dangled right. the carrot he's like yeah, I'm not he's, going he's, on the trip yeah, because yeah. he wanted Lorelai to say thank mm-hmm. God. He wanted his dream yeah. to become reality, and when it didn't, he said, "Oh, screw it! I'm going on a trip." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh, yeah. might as well." <laughs> yeah. yeah, Alaska has big mosquitoes. <laughs> you, I think you both yeah. just nailed it, Scott and Danielle. And Scott, you kind of alluded to this earlier. I I think Luke doesn't doesn't really know what he wants because he doesn't want to just not have Nicole if there is no Lorelai for him. But it's so obvious to him that he's really just with Nicole waiting. You, I think this you said is what biding I think. time. I think he wants to be with Lorelai, but he wants Lorelai to want him too. So he's mm. like, I really like her, but it's what is it if she's not in on it too? He'd rather so Lorelai than like, anyone, but he'd rather Nicole than no one. He doesn't. He doesn't want to get his heart all smashed into bits. Yeah. If he and makes also, his move, and his it it ultimately doesn't work. Not even just his heart, but his entire community. Like there goes Rory. There goes you know Suki and Jackson. Because like all these people are tied to Lorelai, so he can't screw it up. You know, like no, he I, can't. I, I, no, I mean that's I how I see I, it. No, I see I it that I, way. I think if it doesn't work out, everybody's going to be friends. I don't think he's got like a, you know he's got to close up the shop and get the heck out of no, town. No, 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 it didn't work. <laughs> but out he with doesn't want to ruin. He doesn't want to ruin no, the relationship I, I, he has with all those people now. I, I know that. I know. But I mean, look, at a certain point, he's got to put his big boy pants on and uh, you yeah. know take a step up. You know, because uh, anyway, let's do favorite lines. Yeah, let me go first. Uh, you know, there was one other line. I think, well, I love the Luke line. Why do you assume that I carry pens with me everywhere I go? <laughs> yeah. Made me laugh out loud. There was another There was another line that uh, uh, it was Louise said it. What did Louise say? Oh, when they were, I know what you're talking about. See, it a little a, quick line. It was hysterical. Yeah. What did she say? Um, was it not the, uh, this is the best I'm going to look in all my life? That, <laughs> no, that no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. No, they were sitting down. She was sitting next to Madeline. They, they said a line. Anyway, we'll come back to it. Amy, what was your uh, favorite so, line? Obviously, I love Don't Get Engaged, even though yeah. it was in the dream. There was another line that I thought really was important. Basically, it's when <sighs> Lorelai and Rory are talking, I think, in the hallway, and she's saying, Yale is my thing. I needed financing, and I got it. And Lorelai says something to the effect of, 
I just want there to be a time when we're all getting exactly what we want. And Rory says, just softly, we'll see if we can't arrange that sometime. And I just thought, yeah, that really is their relationship of her being the voice of reason and the calm. So that really stood out to me. It wasn't a fun line. It was something that meant something to me. All right. I'm going to pull I'm going to pull mine from uh, the Rory and Jess convo or just Rory to the telephone convo. Um, she goes, okay, so goodbye. That sounds really lame and stupid right now, but there it is. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Great. Uh, I'm going to give this. How many diplomas? Uh, gosh, I'm going to give it 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. I thought it was a great episode. Really great. Really, really great. What, do you, what about you, Tara? 10 out of 10. It's my favorite of the whole series. There you so. go. 10 out of 10. Danielle? What, 9.5 what out of 10. 9.5. <laughs> Amy. Amy. Nine. I mean, I loved it. Like, Nine? that's a lot of diplomas, but I. <laughs> <laughs> the half a diploma for Danielle is Christopher. That was missing. <laughs> yeah, I was pissed. <laughs> Should we read some of the fan thoughts? Because we did say that we were going to oh, yeah. do that just really quickly. Uh, yeah. Tara, you pick three. I'll pick three. Um, okay. Uh, you want to go first, or I can go first. You can go first. So we asked them what we asked our fans what their thoughts were about this episode. Um, so one of them said, "Each se- each season is stronger for the first three seasons, and each character has had at least one moment to shine." I agree. Uh, a lot of best uh, best episodes ever. Um, a lot of I cry every single time I watch this episode. Um, Happy Friday night dinners were reinstated. Um, Rory's speech is beyond emotional, and I cry every time. Tara, what else do you got? Tara, what do you have? Um, This episode always felt like a series finale. Very little cliffhanger and a lot of emotion. I actually agree. I was like, I wonder if they... Scott, I don't know. Was this supposed to end after season three like or did you guys get picked up right away because it does oh, that's feel, a good question oh no we, no of course it, we were yeah we were you ratings knew. we were a ratings juggernaut at that point yeah because especially if they weren't yeah. even discussing doing a spin-off oh, it wasn't yeah. even a question yeah but, we were but definitely if you coming watch back it, like if you're watching it now like you're like oh i guess it could have ended right there if it only was three seasons oh, no, you know no. No, no, we could have gone, we could've gone 30, 30 seasons, 30 seasons. Yeah, yeah but setting couple, us up for the they college. Were, even after we died, they'd still be filming episodes, <laughs> you know, with our <laughs> progeny or something. <laughs> um, a couple other fan thoughts. The phone call between Jess and Rory felt things so unfinished for me. Um, one of my favorite episodes. Um, and uh, let's see. Why did Richard and Emily have disappointed reactions that buying a car for Rory was a win-win for Lorelai. Uh, that's a good mm-hmm. point. Yeah, that was true. That's uh-huh. a great point because they did. Yeah, they were right. like, and you uh, know it was intentional. Yeah. All right, so I got a couple things. My crack team has unearthed some, some facts. Yeah, here we go. All right, yeah, so uh, we have a clown pillow sighting at 1838. I missed it. I, I got that. 1838. <laughs> 1838. <laughs> uh, about 2430 uh, time marker. Uh, when the group uh, first sits down, uh, at the graduation, Luke is sitting on the aisle, but at 27.30, Richard and Emily join them. Suddenly, another couple is sitting like a- in the aisle seats, presumably to set up the visual gag of Suki climbing yes. over them multiple times. Oh, I did. Notice. Yes. Yes. Oh. All right. So. I did. I did. Yep. yep. Good the, eye. Good the eye. Act, the actress that played Paris's nanny also played a maid in season two, like mother, like daughter. 
the fashion show episode. Interesting. Uh, uh, and and I want to also make a note. This is from Lauren's book, The Blonde Girl uh, Sitting Behind Paris and Rory at the Graduation Ceremony is Lauren's real-life sister. No! Yeah, 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 no. half-sister, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, mm. or some sort of stepsister. Same mm-hmm. thing. Um, when Rory is talking to Jess on the phone, she says, you ended up not taking me to my prom, but it was his prom they were planning right. to attend. She should have said, you ended up not taking me to your prom. Anyway, there you go. Anyway, the scene Quick where note Laura- on that. Yeah. Quick note on that. Mm-hmm. I was bummed that we never saw Dave Rogalski and Lane at the prom. We know it happened, and yeah. she's got the box of pictures. Complete, yeah. That was right. a bummer. And that was a bummer. For Massive Dave. hole. Massive yeah. hole. That was a bummer. Did in the my OC life. start? I have not recovered from that. No, absolutely. <laughs> Keep going. Massive Keep going. hole. Uh, the, the scene where Lorelai enters the diner and tells Luke not to get engaged, a surprising number of fans out there, completely uh, miss the fact that this is a dream sequence right 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 um the two deleted scenes uh where louise can't remember which of her father's ex-wives is oh, her actual mother uh is kind of hilarious and the uh creative but a lot of people say lackluster scene uh with current day uh lorelei and rory intertwined with flashback lorelei and rory i actually really enjoyed that scene yeah um but anyway there you go. That's season three. Wrap up, everybody. Thank you, ladies. Uh, the next episode, season four, episode one, uh, the premiere is called Ballroom and Biscotti. Yeah. Um, I'm excited so, to see how things change going yeah, to college. It's, it's, it's going to be, yeah. you know, we'll take the summer off, not us. We're going to be back at it. Nose to the grindstone. No European backpacking vacations for this gang. I Are you sure? That's, that's not a part of the budget of this show yeah. going to well, Europe. Well, I think we're all going to meet in Vegas pretty soon. We'll be backpacking through the desert. Well, that's what I was going to say. We have yeah. some exciting things coming, like yeah. some very special things. So the season four premiere is coming soon, mm-hmm. but everyone, we've got some special things coming right before that. Okay, good enough. Uh, anyway, gang, uh, thanks again. Tara Sue, Daniel Romo, and Ms. Sugarman. That's going to wrap it up for this episode. Thank you for downloading, everybody. Much love. Keep your comments coming. We really appreciate it. Stay safe, everyone. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, ScottyP.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, ScottyP.com. Grade one specialty coffee. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. 
At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.